All right, let's get into well, the real thing. Stuff. All right, let's do this. Oh, he's got vocal warm-ups for Vincing. Oh my goodness. You can do like a YouTube tutorial. Instead of it clearing up and being more open, it gets more and more gravelly and ridiculous. That's that's what I have to do. Wait, let me go get my. Yeah, you should start like very filters over here. Like, like a really pure note and just have it like go the opposite way break down the complete opposite way that's what i do that's how i that's how i create this awesomeness <laughs> welcome <laughs> to saturday morning superstars Uh, Saturday morning superstars. We're getting this stuff from the dark web because uh, Peacock yeah. messed us up. Yeah, it went from no superstars to finally some superstars, but they're calling it season nine. So I'm like, great, I'll go back to season, I don't know, five, four, whatever 1992 was. And I they only have season seven. nine. <laughs> That's yes. it. Season seven is 92, apparently, because I, oh, yeah? I found that little tidbit of information. Yeah, so we're, they're, they're two seasons off. Oh, right now. Load it up. How hard is it? Just upload. Press the upload button. Now, looking on the dark web and trying to find episodes here and there, and you know, we're we're finding these episodes on the dark web known as YouTube right now. Very yeah. very dark. Very no, dark. It's not that dark. <laughs> <Like> the tan <laughs> web. There is ways to find entire seasons. So if I really really wanted to, I could download the entire 1992 season. It's only 28 gigs, but I don't, <laughs> 28 gigs. I don't think I just I watch it to. for like three months. <laughs> exactly. I don't think I want to burden my computer with that much smut on it. <laughs> I got my spare smut your wife finds your, your, your stash of wrestling <laughs> on your hard drive. Honey, oh. honey, what is this? <laughs> honey, that's nothing. You know what? It would almost be better if it was porn. <laughs> exactly. At that point, it would like, have been. I'd have more respect for you as a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you had, if this wasn't 28 gigs of wrestling. Yes, exactly. I'm not doing it. But this is 100% grade A prime beef. beef. Prime beef, which we have not seen for a little while. So we don't want to bring that one back. Right. Okay. Well, I am Dom. I am Fan. And we're going to try to channel our midlife crisis here watching early 90s professional wrestling. Used to do it on the network, tried to do it on Peacock, and now yeah. we're on YouTube trying to find yeah. stuff. They blocked the episode for this week. Did they Peacock block it? No. They <laughs> they got Peacock blocked. That's what we did for the regular show. Yeah, they Peacock blocked us. They did. That's hilarious. They did. <laughs> No, the web did. Uh, the, 
WWE took down the week that we're at. Yeah. yeah. Hey. We missed the 22nd. Yeah, we're in uh, the 29th. Yes, we are coming from a new venue. This Good, because I have no idea where we are. We started in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Like, I got through this video, and there's no intro. There's no, you know, upper third coming down telling us where we're at. This is like the third cold open in a row? Yeah. I did my digging. I did my, my research. We are at the Von Braun Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama. I've been to Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah? I was a space camp kid. Oh, I went nice. to space camp in that's Huntsville, nice. Alabama. That's where we are there. So just a regular old arena now known as the Von Braun Center. It's no longer very civic. Yeah. It starts with this weird cold open of Warrior and Macho versus the Nasty Boys from SummerSlam. The SummerSlam Spectacular, which I guess yes. uh, was on primetime wrestling. And this was what you're talking about. Like, this is the thing that Jimmy Hart set up. Yes, but he set this up a week ago, and this is only to really just further the feud between Warrior and Macho Man. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why this this is still to this day a thing. Like, the two opponents for a singles match will team together. Mm -hmm. Will they coexist? No, they're no. not going to coexist. They're not going to coexist. <laughs> why would that's they? The whole, that's the whole point of it, because you, you know, you want to watch the match where they go at it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, surprise, surprise, not going to go well. <laughs> no, it certainly does not go well. A lot of miscommunication between the two of them. I just don't think they were, you know, they were in the right uh, frame of mind going into this match. No, we're watching a replay of this thing, and I, my notes say, Macho and Warrior just being mega dicks to each other. And I thought, <laughs> yeah. what a great name for a new team. Yeah, the mega powers. <laughs> The, the mega bucks. Mega bucks. Mega the mega dicks. The mega dicks. <laughs> uh, although that might be appealing to some of the ladies out there. <laughs> I might have to check out this wrestling thing. <laughs> exactly. They show some spots where you know communication breaks down. They mm -hmm. have one of the nasty boys, Sister Warrior, who knocks Macho down. So he bumps into the warrior who bumps into Macho. Macho, for some reason, turns to the audience for some accolades <laughs> just so he has his back to the warrior. There's no yeah. reason to do this other than to set up the spot. Yes, poorly timed. Warrior bumps into him, so Macho thinks he was attacked from behind, and then Macho attacks from the front, and hilarity ensues. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. It's a slobber knocker. It's a slobber, yeah, we, and we have a slobber knocker. Yes, we do. Here's my thing. First of all, the three things that don't make sense to me. One, teaming the opponents together. It's never going to work. Nope. Two, why is Macho posing? He's talking to the warrior. The warrior's, like, beating his chest. Macho goes to the audience and turns his back for no other reason than just to have his back turned. There's no motivation. Yeah. It's not like Jimmy Hart was over there causing problems, and he just turns no. around to turn around. No. It would have actually made more sense if Jimmy Hart was there. Yeah. yeah, that still happens to this day, you know. Yeah. And they'll show the replay like two seconds after it actually happened, and they'll show it like if it's an episode of Raw, they'll show it like sixteen times throughout the night. You don't think that wrestlers like backstage, like going past a TV at some point, saying, "Oh wait, oh that's what happened." Oh yeah. shit, my bad, <laughs> dude. Oh, I just man. saw it on the enormous Tron yes, four times. Exactly. I'm sorry, I was pissed off. I I, uh, I totally apologize. Completely my fault. I'll back off. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Yeah. I'll take you out to dinner. It's all yeah, he's like, all right, man. No. no. You, you hit me from behind. Everybody in the world but you knows I didn't. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. We got Vince opening the show 
promoting SummerSlam until also, quote-unquote, Sparks Aristista hits. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. We get fake Strauss, and out comes Purple Robe Flair. I miss Purple Robe Flair. I haven't yeah. seen Purple Robe Flair in a while. That was a good robe. That, I like the purple robe. It's that deep royal purple with the purple tights to go along with it, too. Yeah, well, you know, you got to color coordinate. Yes. <laughs> uh, wind conductor Mr. Perfect's out. Of course. To face red tight Johnny Mags? I, I couldn't hear yeah. his voice. Vince is yeah, shitting all so over this it. Is, um, I found a little information on uh, it's Joey Mags. Okay. And Joey Mags was, if you watched early 90s WCW, which I did not. No one did. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, no. apparently he was on there a lot where he wrestled as kangaroo periodicals. <laughs> don't ask me that's that's what i found out he also has the the nickname of jumping joey he's for, into the kangaroo for some reason i guess so yeah but that's all i could really find on him i guess you know you put jumping in front of somebody's name and that immediately says like they're like a high flyer or something i wish they would just have like you know walking joey wait uh, jumping joey joey's a, a baby kangaroo He's all, maybe that's what it is. He's all over the kangaroo metaphors. Yes, maybe that's why it is. I think jumping was also wrestling code for your five foot seven. Yeah, he retired from wrestling in 1998 Ooh. due to a shoulder injury and died of a heart attack. Only one year later. Yikes! Yeah. Did you so, see Proto uh, Titantron? I did not. They, no. they have a four monitor setup. It looks like four 50 inch TVs kind of put on top of each other. They got like this four huh. monitor setup Titantron in the aisle. Oh, wow. And it shows video of the wrestlers coming in. It shows a little B roll on there. So it's like the beginning of having a Tron. That's cool. Yeah. I, the first time I noticed that. I just noticed mini Spike Lee in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Laker game. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Show this, show this little guy, you know, with his round glasses and his hat down low. I was like, that's Spike Lee. <laughs> heavy, heavy shilling. The weird, weirdest thing is, like, I never saw Vince try to sell something so hard. Oh, yeah. But there was only one product this week. We didn't have mm -hmm. any ice cream bars. We didn't have any magazine. We didn't have nope. any Ica Pro. Nope. It was no posters mag, nothing like that. All it was is SummerSlam. It was total SummerSlam. You know, we've been watching this guy's channel, yeah. and all the broadcasts are from Boston, but this thing was from England. Yeah, this particular one was from England, so there was, uh, I guess, a lot of confusion on how SummerSlam was being aired. Vince made it a point throughout the entire night to say that SummerSlam would not right. be on regular TV. It is a pay-per-view you have to order it, blah, 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 the whole time. So there must have been some sort of confusion or something along with the SummerSlam spectacular primetime thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe that they got that confused somewhere in there where they thought people were getting upset. I think the deal was it was being taped for us in, in the States and we were going to get it on a Monday. Yeah. So there was no confusion on our end. I'm like, Sky no. TV? I didn't watch this thing on Sky TV. Is no. this coming from Boston? And then you watch the broadcast a little later and you, you realize that this is a British yes. broadcast. Yeah. So I was getting on pay-per-view. I'm not confused. It's Monday yeah. night. 
Yeah. I order it from Comcast. They forget to give it to me. I call Comcast <laughs> 10 minutes into the pay-per-view. They turn it on, and I'm mad that I missed the first 10 minutes, and I have to wait for the replay. Of course. That's how <laughs> it went every single every time single when you time. had to hand order a pay-per-view. Thank you, Comcast. Thank you, Comcast. Yeah. Jerks. I think if you were in town in England and you knew Wembley Stadium was going to have this event on whatever day it was, I think it was a Sunday or maybe a Saturday. I forget how many days it was delayed for us to see it. Mm-hmm. And it's not airing, and it's airing at a different time. That would be confusing. So he's like, look, you're not going to see the live event live. No. We're going to give you a special, which also isn't going to be the live event. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, Sky TV will show you the thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would probably drive people crazy. The long and short of it is that you will see everything at some point, somewhere, sometime. Yeah, <laughs> but not now. <laughs> it's not now. <laughs> so we're 27 years later, maybe. Yeah. Flair was doing a flare match, but the red tight actually gets shots in and looks like he's got a chance, which is kind of brilliant yeah. for Flair because Flair works the crowd uh, to a heel advantage. Like he might lose, and the crowd's like finally into it. Like, oh my God, are we going to see? He's getting yeah. offense. Like it's something you don't see. You usually see this guy get squashed, and then like sure. Flair's losing for the first two minutes. Yeah, and you can hear the crowd pump up. Yeah, they, uh, like they, they gave Mags a little bit of a, a little bit of a shine in this match. Um, yeah, and really, the audience comes up for small. it. Yeah, yeah. They're so used to seeing nothing. That's true. I think that helps. That helps Flair in the end. Yeah, because that endears Jump and Joey to the audience a little bit, and then it makes Flair look like that much more of an asshole because he just squashes him at the end. Yeah, I mean, eventually there's like, okay, you're done. I'm going to do all my flair shit now. And we've talked about this before. Like, is it better to have a match and actually overcome the guy? Or is it better to totally squash him and look like you're undefeatable? I think it depends just on the wrestler. Yeah, I think Flair is the perfect uh, wrestler to have this type of match with, where the other guy could have a little bit of a chance because then Flair can do all his underhanded shit and you know just totally squash them in the end whereas you get like some of these bigger guys where they're just trying to make them seem like monsters that's the guys that you just want to squash the red tights i think you're right i think we're depending on the character like you, yeah. if the warrior came in and started getting beaten up by his other dude no that's yeah. not his deal he runs in like doesn't make sense drives in at nine, 90 miles an hour flattens the dude and gets out of town so yeah, yeah it's per gimmick i think you're right yep we go right into promos for the main event of SummerSlam. We have the Warrior who is going back and forth between wearing tights and wearing a airbrushed skin version of himself. Yeah, that was was a little weird. That was a little bit weird. Like, why are you wearing an airbrushed naked you? (laughs) (laughs) Very strange. I wouldn't necessarily call this a promo. This is probably one of the longest ones I ever had to transcribe. The entire thing. I went through this one word for word. Oh, dear I God. Get it, you know, I just feel like with the with the warrior, I have to be as accurate as possible so we can portray him in the best light. Yeah, you don't want to misquote him. I mean, we can't misquote the warrior. Yeah. We can't. It's irresponsible. We can't undersell him thinking that, you know, I'm just making fun of this man knowing that he is your boyhood hero. He was. I don't, I don't want to do that. No, you, so, you can't diss the warrior. I'm being true to the bit <laughs> as much as I can on this. So I feel like this was not a warrior promo. This was more like story time with the warrior. It was. He's like, because so, he's going through his version of 
everything that has happened between him and the Macho Man from their first meeting with Okerlund all the way up through the, the match against the Nasty Boys. And then we see Macho Man side of it, of course, later, which I did not transcribe. I started to transcribe Macho Man's, but I'm just like, oh, God, if this one's as long as the Warriors, I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, oh, we have enough material here with all the Warrior stuff. Yeah. So, I'll stick it was to the that. Best one. of times was the worst of times. <laughs> he like starts going through the entire was. book. And you're like, he pulls oh, no. out Moby Dick, and I'm like, oh no, I can't. <laughs> Call do this. me Ishmael. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not calling you Ishmael. Uh, so anyway, um, and and I will give it to him. Some of some of this does make sense, but I think it's because like I feel like he had an outline in front of him for this one, so he had it. He had somewhere to go because they wanted to keep hitting certain points so they could put the little packages of video in there oh that's true they did have to go to cutaways so yes they, you gotta make sure you hit these things because we got the b-roll yes exactly so are you ready oh, I'm, I'm i'm in all right here we go as i run into the battle of SummerSlam this monday night macho man let it be clear now and understood that I am fully aware of the storyline that you have painted to all those that have believed in your acceptance of my challenge for the WWF championship belt. Uh, well, he's aware of the storyline, so he watches <laughs> the product. That's very good. That's probably what it's something he should do. A Macho Man painted. He's an artiste. He is an artist. I mean, he probably maybe he does his face for him. Yeah, but you know, Macho is just a better man right here because mm -hmm. <laughs> when Macho was trying to uh, get a title shot before the Royal Rumble, Sherry came out and said, "Will you give the Macho King a, a, a title shot?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> Warrior goes up to Macho years later. He's like, can I have a title shot? Macho's like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's cool. Name the date. It's all, yeah, SummerSlam? Right. Cool. Book it. I'll be there. Got yeah. it. Set some tickets. Ooh, I need water after that first sentence. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> We're not going to last this show, dude. I know. <laughs> all right, here we go. As I stood skeleton to skeleton. What is his deal with not having any other... <laughs> like, he doesn't... He only needs one system. <laughs> he's always a skeleton he's like yes. I don't need reproductive muscular but wait circulatory. This, one gets, this, this one gets better this one gets better skin I love I love this sentence it's one of my favorites <laughs> as I stood skeleton to skeleton eye to eye with you there was a blurriness in your vision that I didn't quite understand but now I do. <laughs> I mean, that that's amazing. Like, as a skeleton, not only does he have eyeballs, but he sees he through Macho's eyeballs. Yeah. I don't think it's a blurriness, but if you ever look at Macho, I mean, he's got all that tape all over the glass. So you can't see through that. Yeah. Uh, that's the blurriness. Maybe he's got cataracts. <laughs> glasses are just obstructed. He's got them all taped up. This is Macho, or it's got some kind of weird pattern on it. Of course he's it's blurry. He's got a sty. He's got to start. Something in there. Uh, there we go. You then, even then, 
Macho Man had already paid the price, already sold out. It was you, Macho Man, that had already paid the price to have Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect come to the ring and call you the Macho Chicken, knowing full well that I, for the opportunity to prove that I was the best, that my warriors believed in me because I was the best, I would not stand by and let them beat you. But you paid them to beat you, Macho Man. <laughs> Sorry, that got funny. <laughs> Listen up here, guys. I got these 20s in my pocket. I just want you to take me down. <laughs> Unfortunately, the massage parlor is closed, so I'm going to pay you to beat me. <laughs> like, I'd be like, not for nothing, but I just spent a year having this guy print doctored photos of him with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I had to beat the crap out of him for that. And now I'm going to give him money. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. We're fighting each other every week on this house show circuit, but I'm going to pay him to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't hold up. It does not. You don't need to be Matlock to figure this one out. This is not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything with Flair and Perfect. But you paid them to beat you, Macho Man, even forsaking physical abuse upon yourself to convince my warriors that you had redeemed yourself. Then, Macho Man, I stand in the interview after all the lines of communication had broken down between me and you with mean Gene Okerland. And here comes Ric Flair, the nature boy himself. And then they cut to uh, a little bit of B-roll when Flair meets Warrior and tells him all the shit that he claims is going mm -hmm. on. And then, Macho Man, I walked into a battle with you that had already been signed against those that are only filled of evil ways, the nasty boys. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you'd have to call them something else if they're like, they're not the good boys. They're not the so-so the boys. They're, they're nasty. Very evil people. During that battle, there were no lines of communication. Yeah, his, his cell phone plan ran out. Like, he <laughs> ran out just the 90s. He ran out of minutes. Oh, man. Two individuals against two other individuals. <laughs> He, he can count. Apparently, we don't know what tag team matches are. Yeah. But you and I were not in sync. We walked not together. We walked apart. <laughs> we were not in sync. We were not Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect came down and they gave me the beating that I got. <laughs> yeah. And then they replay his beating. Yes. I didn't notice that because there were so many weeks in between, but each one got beaten up by Flair and, and oh, yeah. Perfect, so the other one doesn't know who's paying who. Of course. I knew then that you paid the price a long time ago. What you believe is in your retaining the World Wrestling Federation Championship belt 
but you did macho man was you sold your soul to the devil and now at SummerSlam in Wembley Stadium in front of 80,000 only warriors I will release all the fury and rage I have as the ultimate warrior and you macho man will never ever be the same yes he's channeling y2j <laughs> like before jericho is even a thing he's stealing his catchphrases that's yeah. how good jericho was yeah. he could superimpose catchphrases prior to his being a wrestler into other people it's a play-by-play when we basically get the macho man after that telling his side of the story you know, if these guys just got together over a couple of beers, I think they could have worked it out. Yeah, you know what? Not for nothing. I think they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really not that hard. You and I know that. I'm pretty sure that neither of us called these motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 30 years later, and we can figure this stuff out. <laughs> hey, Matt Locke, get on it. Anyway. Um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of promo there. Yes, 10 pounds of promo in a 5-pound bag. It really was. We're out of there, though. And we finally have a match. We got red tight Pat Rose, who looks like Wario. This guy is... Not to be uh, uh, confused with uh, WWE Hall of Famer Pete Rose. Or Playboy Buddy Rose. Oh, exactly. Or who is the Rose guy that had the Rosebuds? Um, oh, I don't know. I didn't know that one. I yeah, he was like an NXT guy who got called up for like a half a second. Adam Rose. Adam Rose. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. Axel Rose. Axel Rose. There's all kinds of roses out there, <laughs> but not this one. This is Pat. This is Pat. Pat Rose. Pat Rose had a 15-year career. You're kidding me. Putting over some of the greatest stars of all time. I thought this guy was a one and done. Including Dusty Rhodes. Really? I looked at this guy and said, what deli counter did he come up with? Yeah, he looked like he just wandered out of the butcher shop and into a wrestling arena. Yeah, E-E-E-E. Tatanka comes e. out with chops aplenty. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He seems to be getting over. The crowd's really liking him. They're looking to push Tatanka. He's still undefeated at this point, so yeah. they, they definitely push that. I am surprised how little I enjoy Tatanka. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at the guys. He's got a good look. He's got some moves. He's got a cool gimmick. His outfit's great, and I don't know why I don't connect at all with him. I feel like I liked him as a kid, but it was more of the time of you booed the heels and you cheered the cheered right. the baby faces no matter what. But I remember Tatanka as a kid was a pretty cool wrestler. Vince is voicing over him trying to explain why Tatanka and the Berserker would be fighting at SummerSlam. Like he yeah. is overdubbing a narration about things that happen between these guys that we've never seen and why these guys are having a match. So this wasn't even on the show that we missed from last week. Now this was announced a few weeks ago that Tatanka and the Berserker would be wrestling each other but there was no feud there. No. So in order to create a feud, I guess at some point, maybe on a house circuit or on a challenge or something like that, they had these two guys meet up and there was apparently a little bit of a scuffle 
that involved Mr. Fuji and Tatanka gave Mr. Fuji some sort of chop and you know that sent off Berserker on a mad dash. That is now their feud. Here's the thing like we're moving on from Tatanka model and I don't know if we ever get a real real blow off because we saw the matches for our blow off show and Tatanka wins. He's still undefeated. He doesn't get his stuff back. No. And now he's moving on to a new opponent and Rick the model is still running around with his feathers it makes it look like Tatanka lost that feud, yeah, he, even though he doesn't. Exactly. Model's doing promos for SummerSlam with the feathers with, on. Yeah. I don't know if they, they're still doing that match around town. Because giving both of these guys new opponents, but having the model keep Tatanka's stuff makes it look like the model got the upper hand in that feud. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it kind of undermines poor Tatanka over here. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just for SummerSlam, and maybe it's just for when they were doing European tours. But they had to redo the green screen broadcast with Vincent Perfect mm-hmm. to do some of these inserts for England. Yeah. This is on the main broadcast. This isn't during the event center where it's a cutaway and you can say what you need to say for the town that you're airing this in. But he has to go explain the Sky Sports thing during this show, which means the American broadcast of this episode would probably have a different voiceover from Perfect and Vince. Yeah, since this is a new venue this week, and they usually do four weeks at a venue, that would push them past SummerSlam, which wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, if they're if they're taping two weeks past SummerSlam. That's something that, you know, watching these things now, you're just kind of like trying to figure out how they would have had to do the logistics of the production. Mm-hmm. Like how many different event centers would you have to tape for a traveling show each week? Oh and poor Sean Mooney might be spending hours and hours and yeah. hours. Let's and see, Boston and Philly yeah. and New York. And yeah. we're coming five weeks from now, four yeah. weeks away, three for every single town and every single venue. That I guess he crazy. did it. Yeah, he must have. Yeah, he must have. it's craziness. That's why he's got like that same cadence the whole time (laughs) i'm pretty sure he's animatronic yeah (laughs) (laughs) like disney made a sean mooney yeah just like program him to say whatever you want him to say yeah welcome to the event center (laughs) it's like the early 90s tucker carlson yeah Yeah. he is he is Uh, well, we are in the event center, and it's uh, Euro Event Center. <laughs> yes, it is. We're in the World Showcase. That <laughs> <laughs> guy. Yes. And uh, we get a, we get an accidental strike force. Yes, we do. We get two promos: one from the model, still touting Tatanka's feathers yeah uh through the whole thing both of these just seem like generic promos they they didn't really go anywhere it was just like the model just talking about how he's the shit i don't Um, think they knew their european tour card so they didn't talk about an opponent they talked about themselves here's yeah this is me this is what i'm about you're gonna see me yeah and i'm gonna fight whoever who we decide you know at that point whereas tito's got nothing (laughs) Tito's got absolutely nothing. Like, I just feel so bad for Tito. Tito's just got, like, the same thing that he completely vomits out every single time he's supposed to do a promo. It's just, like, thank the fans. The WWF is the greatest ever. You're going to see all these awesome wrestlers. And me, Ole. (laughs) Yeah, that's the change. That's the big change from Tito Santana 1979 and Tito Santana 1992. Ole. Yeah. Ole. Ole. <laughs> and a sequin matador outfit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know the card coming in because we missed a week and I saw Harvey Whippleman in the ring and it made me uh, the happiest man on earth. I was like, oh boy. 
I know it's coming. <laughs> Harvey's in the ring. Kamala comes out with Dr. Harvey Whippleman. Still have yet to see his dissertation. I, you know, I've tried ProQuest. I've looked. <laughs> I've, I've gone Google Academic. I cannot find it. Nope. Yeah. I found mine. Mine's there. This dissertation nowhere to be seen. So, Not on there. So uh, I'm saying non-accredited is what I'm saying. Oh, I think he okay. went to one of those, you know, diploma mills. Yeah. Maybe he got one of those um, complimentary doctorships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an honorary. Honorary doctor. Yeah. Could, could, could be that. Could be an honorary doctor. I shouldn't speak yeah. too soon. You know, his body of work throughout his life counted instead. Exactly. He's done so much. Mala is facing our bootleg Dutch Mantel. I couldn't figure out who he was. His name is Jeff Daniels, who has one of the greatest southern mullets of all time. <laughs> I love how you have a regional mullet. <laughs> this is a southern mullet. This is a northern mullet. <laughs> well, you know, there was a difference. The northern mullet was... <laughs> Was a little bit more cut in on the sides, ah. whereas the southern mullet, he he got it bushy. Okay, he got it bushy out there. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Makes you have this up. high school prom couple holding each other in fear of Kamala. They look like <laughs> they look like a prom picture. Yeah. Vince is trying to he's trying to always insinuate that he's a cannibal. Kamala is hungry for this man. Yeah, we get the picture and picture of Whippleman. Yes. Without Kamala, I think that would have been the ultimate if we could have had Kamala wrestling in the ring with a picture oh, picture yes. of Kamala in a promo that's why did they not have him in that picture that'd picture? be great they just had, they just had Whippleman <laughs> I was just like you missed a golden opportunity I right think there. they need someone to actually sell the story and not have yeah. Kamala try to eat the cameraman <laughs> I just wouldn't know where to look. I think my head would explode. Do I watch the promo? Do I watch the insaneness that's going on in the ring right now? Kim Chi takes the mask off, and Kamala like sees the lights and gets scared for a second. <laughs> but they cut away to the crowd. But just having him like all of a sudden, his mask's off. He's like, "What the hell happened? Where am I?" <laughs> this this was a classic Kamala. He didn't wrestle too much. Nope. He did a lot of just chops and kicks and chokes. No wrestling moves whatsoever. He was beating mm -hmm. up Red Tight, who gives a shit. They didn't even put his name yes. up there. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Doesn't stand a chance. No, not at all. They do the splash, and they ha he has to roll him over, and he rolls him for a bit. And he did the, the oh, I see what the other wrestlers are doing. I have yeah. to do something with his leg. He hooks the foot again. Yep. He goes to the top rope to jump off the top rope. And... <laughs> Whippleman and Kim Chi is like, no man, don't do it. And he goes to like the furthest corner he can. Like <laughs> in my notes I said he'd have to be like R V D with a jetpack to hit the guy from where he's gonna jump from. Where he's like, at. no, 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 it's over. You're good. No, it's okay, you, you can come this. down. He comes down off the ring and what does Kim Chi do? He starts patting him. Pats him on the he head. starts patting him. You did good. Good good, good boy. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> You know, like the the brawlers just behind that mask, laughing his ass. Oh my! I I can't. I'm, it had to be the highlight of everybody's day in in the oh, uh, yeah. back, just watching a Kamala match because the gimmick is just so <laughs> great. Yep, he is. He is. He's selling his uh, ring used shorts on eBay for like two grand, and I'm like, nice. I've spent two thousand dollars in worse ways. I bought some pretty crappy cars <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, yep, it could happen. Jeff Daniels sells hard. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if you yes. have to sell too too much. I, it may be method acting by the time Kamala yeah. gets through with you. It's like I don't think anybody really had to sell for Legion of Doom. I just think they got their ass kicked. Yeah, like, yeah. for real. I can see that. Yeah. with LOD. You made it look great. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> just took a beating. <laughs> did, did I? What happened? I don't <laughs> remember too much. <laughs> Now, we're immediately back into the Euro Event Center over mm-hmm. at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. And <laughs> we, uh, we are, we're literally on AMA, dude. This is our oh, yes, tour. Is this is our summer. Tour. This is our summer work right we're here. Going all of all the places that we have been. We're going to Germany, and I swear Germany has Tourette's because every every city sounds like someone's cursing at you. Yes, exactly. And they were all going to Hall. Hollow. Hall. Yeah, everything. Uh, I kept saying, Holla, 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 player. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy Long is in the house. He would have been really good about giving the German towns. (laughs) Exactly. Holla, Holla, player. We get uh, two promos for this European tour. One from Money Inc. and for some reason Jimmy Hart just because. Yes. One of the things that I, I caught about this promo is Ted DiBiase referring to them as the finest wrestling machine. And I was like, damn straight, you guys kick people's ass. They do. They're really good. And I love, like, he finally explained what the deal is. We got together because we like money, and this is how you make yeah. money in this business. We beat the shit out of you. We beat the shit out of people. Exactly. <laughs> beat people up. And we're good with that. Yeah. This is when I realized that this is a different kind of tour because mm-hmm. they're like, you're finally going to see us. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. You're going to see us, and we're awesome. And it doesn't yeah. even matter who you're fighting because you're going to see us. You get to see us in the ring. Yes. I want to see you kick the shit out of people. That's right. <laughs> and promo that. number two didn't exist. They, they either, he either cut it out. It just vanished off thin air because I had yeah. money ink and then nothing. Neither did I. I guess they're spending the fall in Europe. Yep. I wonder where we're going to be getting superstars from in the next month or so. If this is September, they would have filmed in September and we might see these shows in Europe in October. To be continued. With Vince and Perfect are talking Bulldog Brett when we get back from uh, Euro Event Center. Yeah. So they start talking about, and I believe this is going to be a little bit of a feud after SummerSlam is over between Papa Shango and Bret Hart. So I went digging for this. So this occurred on last week's episode. Shango has a match. He's out there and he's beaten up Scotty Tuhati. And match is over, so Shango starts, you know, just attacking him with his staff, his voodoo staff or something. Oh, he's actually doing, giving um, him a beatdown, or is he uh, enchanting? Yes, he's like literally beating him down with okay. his staff after the match is over. Brett comes out to try and save him, grabs Shango by the neck and just kind of hangs him over the rope backwards so Scotty Too Hotty can get him out of the ring. Brett was fighting like right after that and then Shango comes out but he doesn't come to the ring. He just kind of sits in the aisle and just kind of goes back he's got his his, um, staff with tons of smoke coming out of it and just kind of sits there and then he leaves and that's it. Yeah, we didn't get any effect, right? They didn't do anything like the warrior where he gets a tummy ache or... Well, true Bret Hart fashion he no-sells everything. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, he didn't he didn't sell a, a damn thing and he still doesn't sell anything. So they're like touting this, you know, there could be a curse on Brett. And Brett's like, no, 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 no there's I don't nothing do stupid. I don't do, do I look stupid. like a Dungeon of Doom guy. Uh, no, I mean, like, no, 
unless he's going to put me in a hold, I'm not selling. Yeah. I'm not selling voodoo for you. Exactly. I totally don't see Brett doing any of that nonsense. Like, no. No. I'm not spitting up soup. No. You're not burning my feet. Nope. Goo isn't coming from my hair besides whatever I put in it. Yeah. I don't know if anything becomes of that because Brett's trajectory is lose to Bulldog, beat Flair for the title that Flair gets from Macho, and then we mm-hmm. run with Brett as champion. I, I never remember a Brett Shango anything. It may yeah. happen. It's been 30 years. I don't remember yeah. everything. But yeah. I don't. I totally don't remember that at all. But Brett like goes into this match against Spicoli. Yeah, who looks like he's about to steal Pee Wee Herman's bike. <laughs> yes, Spicoli's <laughs> someone real, right? He's like a, a real deal. Yeah. Type. So yes. Yeah, so Spicoli has an interesting past here because he did a, a run in WCW or. ECW is Rad Radford. Yeah. And he also was in WCW. He was like the NWO pledge for <laughs> Monday Nitro. It was like 97, 98. He became a pledge there. After a while, you actually had the pledge. Like they let everybody in at some yeah, point. <laughs> exactly. Apparently, he was supposed to have a match February 9th, 1998 against Larry Zabisco. Super Brawl 8. Larry Sabisco unfortunately died of old age before the match. Yeah, well, here's the thing. That match never happened. And then Spicoli's last televised wrestling match and his final Nitro appearance, and Spicoli died six days after that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Red Tight. Yeah. That's living the Red Tight gimmick right there. Yeah. <laughs> you actually do die. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he was not long for this world after that, but... Apparently that is that is his claim to fame. I noticed Brett's always fighting a real red tight, not a regional guy. He's fighting the Dwayne Gills, he's fighting the Scotty Two Hotties, the Perry Saturns, mm-hmm. the people who actually are wrestlers. He doesn't really suffer the We got this guy and dressed him up just to get squashed. He never fights yeah. those dudes. He fights people nope. who can actually work a little bit. It's Brett versus Bulldog. He's pushing the the family issues. I like how he says hopefully the family gets back together after this because I'm still going to be champ. So everything yeah. will be fine. Everything will be fine. <laughs> but if I'm not champ, everything's not going to be fine. I, I can kind of see that. Brett's, Brett's got some bitter issues here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Hart brothers are on the bulldog side. Like Brett's older of, brothers. <laughs> of course. Of Brett's course, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like the bulldog yeah. so much we let him sleep with our sister. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Brett, not so much. No, not so much. Sharpshooter puts an end to it. Eight to 12-year-old girls are, are going crazy for Brett. And there's a good shot of Prototron when mm-hmm. he wins. You kind of see a big version of Brett on the TV holding up his uh, intercontinental belt. Nice. We have a Euro SummerSlam commercial brought to you by Atmosphere. Atmosphere. So, Atmosphere. yeah. So right before this podcast began, I was like, I wonder what Atmosphere was. And it was sort of a video board game version. It looks to be very Dungeons and Dragons-y. So a lot of dice. Lots of dice. Lots of sides. 84 billion-sided dice. Yes, exactly. I was not a Dungeons and Dragons person. I'm not going to even delve into that. It's uh, Atmosphere, like fear, F-E-A-R. Yes, fear the Atmos. <laughs> fear the Atmos. 
Uh, I am afraid. From that SummerSlam commercial, which is kind of more European-centric, we go mm-hmm. into the final SummerSlam report with Mean Gene mm-hmm. and some kind of modern art masterpiece for a tie. This thing is crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised oh, yeah. it even broadcast correctly on television. <laughs> it looks but, like there's like a hidden message in it. It looks like it could be like graffiti if you look further further back from it. If you if you stare at it long enough, you could look into it and three D images pop that, out. It would be the right time for it, early nineties, to have <laughs> the, the, the three D pop art tie. Yeah. Very good. Um he just runs the card. We got Macho Warrior and he doesn't run a promo for those because I guess no. we had a, enough with the ten minute promo at the beginning of the show from yeah. both of those guys. They, they, we got enough of them. We got Easy. Kamala Undertaker. We've already seen Kamala, so we get an Undertaker promo. Of course. And it's, you know, it's the standard Undertaker promo with Paul Barris starting it off and then maybe Undertaker saying one line and then tipping his hat down. Yes, I watched this with my wife and she's like, oh, look how young he is. <laughs> exactly. He does not look like that anymore. My wife had an Undertaker encounter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She lived right next to the Pittsburgh airport. Okay. And apparently, you know, they did a show at the Igloo and then they went back to wherever they were by the airport. So they Mm -hmm. were in town and there was a ground round and she's at dinner with one of her friends and she sees The Undertaker and some huge other dude that she doesn't recognize. And and like later when they finally unmasked him, she goes, oh, it was Kane. (laughs) (laughs) So The Undertaker and Kane are at a ground round and she gets them to sign a menu. So somewhere in my house somewhere is a ripped up, stained ground round menu with The Undertaker's <laughs> signature on it. That's awesome. And apparently he was cool about it. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he wasn't like, get away from me. I'm trying to eat my steak. Yeah, yeah. well, it was ground round. I mean, how good could it have been? Yeah. Like they promo Bulldog Brett. I'm surprised we didn't get one for the Bulldog because it's the go-home show. It's in England. This is his big moment. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like a little bit more bulldog promotion they make it the main event it's the IC titles the main event it's the yeah. thing that closes down like hometown hero so I was expecting a lot more bulldog in this show yeah LOD and Money Incorporated is going to be the match and yeah. this thing is legendary the dark side of the ring show they talk about the end of Legion of Doom like yeah. Hawk's death and what led up to it and this is a defining moment of what leads to the end of the Legion of Doom. This Wembley Stadium show. Uh, Animal on that show uh, said that they were supposed to be in the semi-main event for the championship. Mm -hmm. Hawk is in such a horrible, drugged up, unreliable way that they drop him down to like the undercard. And I think they're opening or second match and Hawk is blitzed out of his mind during this match. And that's it. They... That's the last we'll see of them. Wow. So that'll be the end of the puppet. That, that will be the end of the puppet. Nice. Yes. Nice. I'm certainly looking forward to that match now. I just want to check that out. No. Yeah. That. Hawk leaves. Animal is wow. left to finish the dates. Hawk goes to Japan and finds some Japanese wrestler to put on the spikes and shit and calls him the Japanese warrior or some such shit. Uh, and breaks up the team for a while. This wow. is it. The end wow. is near for LOD. Goddamn puppet. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Put, gave him a puppet and Hawk went yeah. straight to drinking. <laughs> Lots of drugs. 
the promo was actually they they did a promo here and it was pretty good. He's great. They they didn't let the they didn't let the puppet talk. First of all, that was good. He just sat in the back and like stared at them. Animal and, and Hawk are just talking about them how they're gonna push teeth through throats and out sphincters. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, do that. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sherry. Yeah, uh, doing the promo again. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> mentions that uh, we also will have the Beverly Brothers versus the Disasters. <laughs> Exactly, but that's all we get out for of that. The, for the titles, it is, which yeah. I expected something. We didn't get either of those guys on the show, mm-hmm. and we didn't have any promo of either of those guys. So yeah, it was a Beverly. Let's go home. Yeah, we then get a big thank you from Gene yeah, about he's, England. He's really happy about thanking England. <laughs> well, since I guess this is airing in England, they have to they have to do the big thank you. You know, the the hospitality has been great. The food has been great. He names every stereotypical English food in the book. I remember know. when they mentioned it was going to be in England, they did this big unveiling promo and they were like kissing the ass of whoever the big promoter over there is. Yeah. And they're doing it again. Oh, and we really appreciate it. Dude who Please. rules all stadiums over here. <laughs> Please have us back a yeah. lot. <laughs> exactly. Is Justin Taylor anybody? Justin Taylor, who looks like he's a Precious Moments figurine. He does. Uh, Or he looks like the older son on uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Apparently only had two matches ever, both at this taping. Oh, all right. That was it. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe I will go into construction. Yeah. This, uh, this isn't for me. Model comes out to a bunch of booze. Yeah, of course. Uh, most of them by smiling hot chicks, so I'm not really buying <laughs> the booze. They're like, ooh. Yeah. No, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you just boo at him? We'll put you on TV. <laughs> I'll, I'll boo if I, I can go backstage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll give you where's, my number, and then I'll boo him. Where's my backstage pass? That's right. Exactly. Uh, Vince mocks the no-hitting-in-the-face stipulation. When I first heard him do that voice, I thought that was perfect doing the voice, but that no. was Vince. Who's Vince? I was like, I've never heard that voice come out of Vince. Vince doing nanny nanny poo poo. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, if you see nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Watch that, the Kamala match, and, and, and you're good. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Taylor almost gets uh, a roll up, but that was it. That's all he gets. And he gets mm-hmm. his ass beat. Like the model usually sells for people, and this one he just looks like he's kicking his ass. Like the model isn't giving this guy any good offense. He's just destroying him. Yeah. And the model is like wrestling the shit out of him. He's going from one move chaining into another, chaining into another, chaining into the other. It's like Yeah. Let me remind you that I can really wrestle my ass off. <laughs> Martel was a good wrestler. He man. was. Like I was in strike force, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully makes for a good match for SummerSlam because it should be right yeah hopefully it is yeah. unless they go to gaga with the stipulation and and then they make that a, a lot yeah. of the match martel can go and obviously sean could he's one of the best ever that's one i'm looking forward to yep. it doesn't take much because he uh, gets rolled into the boston crab so that was it and that was the whole thing yeah uh Very perfect good. who's been teasing throughout the episode like i'll tell you right after this match or oh wait uh-huh. we gotta cut the commercial i'll tell you he's going to reveal what corner he's going to be in and never does Never does. I'll get to it. Yep. Doesn't get to it. Nope. Then we'd cut right to the European event center, but the dark web broadcast cuts it, so we don't uh, we don't get the yeah. final event center from Sean Mooney. So no more promos. That's that's all we get. I'm guessing episode. they were promoing SummerSlam. <laughs> I would assume. I would just I would take assume. a guess. 
Yeah. Um, that's it. Did you like the episode, Than? We got go home to SummerSlam. I felt like it was good. It was good for uh, an early 90s go home. We either saw people that were going to be wrestling at SummerSlam in action, or we saw promos by them against who they're going to be in action. So there was a lot of story to be told there you know even though a lot of it might have been rehashed from weeks past i feel like this was a good way to lead into that 92 we have at this point established some feuds to make the SummerSlam more of a watchable pay-per-view whereas three four weeks ago when we were still in the summer loop it was just like how the hell are they going to do this right three or four weeks and they did. I thought they did. A, they did a pretty good job. I am interested in the Macho Warrior match simply because of uh, what Flair and uh, Perfect are going to do. I'm interested in the Kamala Undertaker match. I think that's going to be hilarious. That's going to be Undertaker <laughs> carrying the entire match because Kamala honestly doesn't know how to wrestle. Bulldog Brett. I feel like Brett's going to have to carry a lot of that match. Bulldog's a good wrestler, but I feel like it's going to be a lot on Brett's shoulders to really make that a good match. It's amazing this match is as good as it is because Brett in his book says the Bulldog was completely fucked up. Like he was oh, wow. drugged out of his gourd the night before. Oh my God. So I don't know what party was going on before SummerSlam 92, but apparently Hawk and Bulldog had a good time. Yeah. Wow. Now that I know about the LOD match, I'm looking forward to that. As we just stated, Sean versus the model should be a good match because they're both good wrestlers. And I'm interested to see what Beverly Brothers will do with the disasters because I like I think, the Beverly Yeah, Brothers. they'd have to bounce around for them because, the, you know, yeah. disasters. I shouldn't say that because Tugboat always surprises me. Like Typhoon does really quick and athletic stuff, but mm-hmm. I doubt any of these guys could do it for long. I mean, that's a lot of weight to be moving around. Yeah. So having the Beverly Brothers be able to bounce around for him, it probably would be a good match. They should always fight like Killer B type guys that could just like ricochet all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very good. I felt kind of the same way. I just feel like I have like crazy pacing whiplash. Like we spent four months on this post-WrestleMania 8 summer tour thing. Mm -hmm. And then we switch into SummerSlam mode in four weeks, but still are keeping some of those feuds going because... That tour is still going on in the United States, even though this thing's going in in England. So it's like real slow burn. Mm -hmm. We'll start these stories in the first couple weeks, but then we got to keep them smoldering as this tour goes across the country. And I know like towards the end of going into basically June, we're like, God, enough already with these feuds. And then like July, boom, 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 boom. We're getting like pelted by these matches out of thin air. Yep. And they had to promote it like super quick. So it's really weird. It's like really slow pacing to super fast pacing. Yeah. And I think the next batch, it's not as big a gap, right? Because SummerSlam is almost September. Yeah, we'll go to Survivor Series. Survivor right Series in November. Yeah, a little bit quicker pace. On uh, match of the start, night. Yeah, match of the night for me. Oh, I have to pick Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> so Kamala does not. Come yeah, on. Kamala's a good, that's always a good time. If it wasn't picking a Kamala match it'd be Flair's match because Flair was able to work the crowd in a a squash match just by giving the squash guy a couple of moves Yeah, and the crowd's like holy shit are we going to see a squash guy win and then the rest of the night's like we're not going to see a squash guy do anything no so Flair was able to make some interest yeah yeah uh, Red Ted and Knight for that reason is is I picked Flair's guy which he didn't get a lower third so but you figured him out 
Uh, he was um, Joey Mags. Joey Mags. Jumping Joey. The Jumpy, yes, the kangaroo. Yes, the kangaroo dude. Kangaroo dude. Uh, kangaroo dude for the win. Yes. My red tight of the night was Spicoli just because of his name. I guess next week we're going to take a break from the dark web and superstar stuff. Hopefully Peacock can get their shit together and get the stuff back on the air. Yeah. But we'll do SummerSlam. I guess we're going to have to do it in at least a two-parter because the blow-off show took two parts. Yeah. So we'll do a two-parter for SummerSlam. I like it. Starting next week. Very good. SummerSlam is the star-studded super summer sizzler. I'm not saying that. For alliteration. That, that's that's a lot. That's too many S's. Uh, that was Mean Gene. He did that? I, 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 yeah, he did that earlier in the night. I forgot to mention it, but I just thought that was, I was well, like, go with your alliteration there, Mean Yeah, Gene. he's a pro if he can get Star-studded through that. Star-studded Super Summer Sizzler. I'm going to start using that as a coral warm-up. Bruce. <laughs> go, Very good. go get Gene to say this. <laughs> He'll be uh, tripping over it for the... 94 <laughs> takes is going to take him. We'll, we'll, we'll watch him choke on this shit. <laughs> all right right, dude sayonara undertaker sayonara undertaker Shawn michaels has left the building and fuck boston (laughs) 